Beck of Bleacher Report. Same concern I've had with the Jazz the last couple of years. There's not enough offensive punch there. They've been able to get away with that when their defense has been at an elite level, but as soon as your defense slips, there's just not enough dynamism in that offense. The Jazz, for whatever reason, defensively don't seem quite to be at that peak yet, but I think the defense will get back to where it needs to be. You know, they've often been a great second-half team. They've often, the last few years, had those early season struggles and kind of pulled it together at midseason. I think you just got to kind of let this thing play out and see if they can find a little bit better rhythm as they go. Oregon played terrific. That's the best I've seen them play all year. They were really good. They crushed Utah at the line of scrimmage. I did not see that coming. Yeah, they gave up 180 more yards than they usually do on the ground. Six sacks, and then we saw him throw the two interceptions. That's going to happen when you're getting pressure yep. the way he was getting it. The O-line picked a bad time to have their worst game in a while. The stat I point to, Huntley had 14 carries. That was not Tyler Huntley reverting to old Tyler Huntley. That was Tyler Huntley running for his life. <laughs> Just like the USC game. You have been nominated for the Utah Sports Writer of the Year, Gordon. How about that? I don't care about that. No? No, there's a few awards I care about. I don't care about that one. He writes for the Deseret News. He's our good friend, Dirk Facer. I appreciated you asking that question at the post-game press conference, Dirk, because I used it. Thank you very much. Oh, good. I'm glad to help. I want you to win that Sports Writer of the Year award. <laughs> we all can aspire to some. <laughs> I want some credit when you win it, okay? Thank you, speech. <laughs> Christian Kinney, AT&T Sports Center. Who do you think is the strongest leader on this team? And I don't know how Mike Conley fits into all that. I think that's something that's still kind of being worked out now with the injury, but I definitely think if you look at the history of our team and the guys who've been there, I think it's three guys. Joe Ingles has so much heart and soul. He's been that way for so many years, bringing our team together, bringing perspective. I think Rudy Gobert is a, I'm not going to put up with stuff kind of guy, so he's also a leader. And of course, Donovan Mitchell, who's going to be probably more vocal, the ringleader, very mature, wiser beyond his years. So I think those three guys. Band of the day today, Three Dog Night, selected by me. This is the most overplayed song in the history of radio. Stop it. Would you stop ruining uh, things uh, that I love? I could not pick a band of the day without Gordon crapping all over it. If you look inside your heart. It's a bad choice. This might be the ultimate feel-good song. It's okay. It's not my favorite. I'm Gordon Monsey. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Terrific work right there by Austin Horton. On Sounds of the Week, and what a week it was, brought to you by Ken Garf, West Valley Ram. Get a new Ram truck uh, for last with Employee Pricing Plus when you stop by during the Black Friday sales event. Visit them today. Gordon Monson, how are you, sir? What's going on over there? Hey, Jake. How are you doing today? Well, I'm great, and uh, part of the reason I'm great, Gordon, is because right now I am, uh, I am kicking back on a wonderfully comfortable sofa here at the warehouse. Yeah, it's the same sofa we always sit on. Uh, 1967 South. <laughs> it's always 300 West. And, uh, you know, the show uh, The show is often a little bit better when you're uh, lounging on a, on a couch, Gordon. Compared to our normal remote yes. chairs, which mm-hmm. uh, have got to be, you know, the medieval torture devices, you know, back in the day, you know, the, the – in the dark ages, they're like, here, uh, we need a confession. Make them sit on these chairs. <laughs> give them, some kind give of them, self-flagellation of give some them, sort. Give them about a half an hour, and they'll they'll tell you everything that you want to hear. Uh, anyway. Not so, today. So the couch is, is certainly a nice nice change of pace. It is. My problem is that it's so comfortable that I may be distracted and not listen to you much. Well, what, el- <laughs> what else is new? 
<laughs> if I start snoring. Although, didn't I have a bad one with you the other day when I when I wasn't listening? And I, yes. I, I, re, I can't remember what That's we happened more often than I'd like to recount right now. But it, it, You're uh, guilty of it, I know. Too. I am. We, I am. We all get distracted from yeah, time to time. I know. I think you did it yesterday. Was it yesterday? <laughs> well, it was one of the times. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. I forgive you. <laughs> well, I don't do it intentionally. It's like, hey, look, I'm, gonna, I'm, me? I'm going to intentionally look dumb. Uh, <laughs> of course I forgive you. Yeah, Thank stuff you. happens. All right, good. That's that's what I'm saying. In fact, For people uh, who don't know, when we do the show, we got people talking to us. We have people in our ear talking to us. And so sometimes we are distracted and sometimes we'll repeat <laughs> something that our partner just said right. no more than two minutes earlier. Um in fact, kind of on that theme, I was listening to Tony and Austin today, and they were talking about the most their most embarrassing moments and uh-huh. getting getting listeners contributions as well. What what was the uh, what generated that topic today, Austin? Oh, the fact that uh, yesterday Hans and Scotty played my most embarrassing moment again because they were talking about that movie Short Circuit and how it's the greatest. Uh, robot to ever walk the earth and then Lloyd said no he's actually the greatest robot to ever roll the earth and so, so I said you know if someone can top my most embarrassing moment that I have to live with every single day of my existence somebody brings it up to me every day uh, and uh, then we would give them some tickets to the Beehive Classic and we got some good responses what was the the winner in a nutshell uh, what, uh, we, what, we uh, picked two we picked okay. two, uh, and uh, the one that is jumping out in my memory immediately is the guy that shared his, uh, the memory of his first kiss, uh, where he went to kiss her, slipped on some ice, uh, her, his head hit her eyeball, and uh, she showed up to school the next day with a, a black eye, and her dad was watching through the window the whole time. Oh, so, that's horrible. Pretty embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is. Okay. The difference is that yours happened on the air. And uh, so we replay it all the time. But yours is not as bad as mine. I, I can't, do not recall your most embarrassing moment, Jake. What's well, your most embarrassing moment? Oh, don't make me relive it. Yeah. No, it was it was the church one. The where you you stood up and and were inching your way outward and yes. and and broke yeah. wind. How loud not, was it? Not once, but like three times. And everybody knew. Well, it wasn't just that. It was the proximity <laughs> of the couple in, who I was scooching in front of. Like, you know, just this close. This close. And boom, right in the face of the woman. And then, why boom, right in the face of the man. And then tripping over his feet as I'm bouncing up and down on one foot in the aisle every landing another one in front of the whole freaking congregation and i just turned around and walked out and my wife my wife was sitting there on the pew trapped nowhere to go hmm. so i walked uh, i walked home <laughs> oh, you just you just left. I didn't know that that was the the conclusion of yeah, the story. I just well, 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 why were you getting up in the first place? Probably to uh, take care of business, <laughs> but things got out of hand. I think so I just, just got. I may have gotten crop dusted. Exactly. Wow. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking like eight inches in front of this man's face, eight inches in front of the woman's face. I mean, and there was just no denying Dude. it. No, I mean, and and it was right when the place was dead silent. Is this at your current congregation? No. No. So this was a long time ago. Well, this was uh, this was uh, this was uh, a while ago, but apparently I keep reliving it because I keep telling the story on the air in front of our millions of listeners. What's your most embarrassing moment? Um, yeah, I mean, there are plenty on 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 the air i mean i you know we report on matt harpering's uh injury that night <laughs> mistakenly once and you know so so, so it was I, on I, the I, air matt Harpering will no. not travel with the team and had his mri revealed degeneration of a joint in his spine and a slightly bulging <laughs> a disc uh no 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 so there are plenty of examples on the air but i'll, I'll give you one from my childhood okay? okay so i made 
This was this was when I was in fifth grade. I made the All Star team for Little League Baseball, right? But I was the younger age. They they had you play, you know, two years played mm-hmm. together or whatever, and I was on the younger side. So it was really like it was a big deal for me to make the team, but I was far, far from the, the best player. Okay. Right? So I I didn't play very often, but it was really cool to be on the team. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm riding the pine, I'm doing my thing, and uh <laughs> the coach uh, looks at me and he's like, "All right, you're going into right field, next inning." And it's like, "Yes, my time to shine. Family's all there. <laughs> like this is this is incredible. I'm, uh-huh. I'm the so, moment of your life. So excited. So run out there into the field. You know, nothing really happens. I don't I don't get a play that comes to me or anything. And I run. I hustle back to the dugout. And my coach <laughs> my coach stops me, and he and he goes, "Jake, I want you to look down." And I look down, and my zipper is all the way down, and the bottom of my jersey, the the red the red jersey and white pants, the bottom of my jersey is basically pulled out of my zipper, and somehow I don't even notice. And the whole so the whole inning, I was standing in front of everybody who's important in my life, not to mention the 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 other you know kids and parents and. My time to shine, my, like, one inning I'm going to get into a, a game, and, and that's that's what I do. And that's you had no went. time you notice that uh, you are flying the flag. I was in the I was into the game, man. This was my opportunity. I wasn't going to screw it up. I was dialed <laughs> in. <laughs> I, was, I was dialed in and ready to go. All right. Well. So that, that would probably. Okay, so which would, would you rather have had happen to you? What happened to you or what happened to me? Is this a contest? See, once again, it's about one-upping. I don't no, know. No, it's not one-upping. I mean, it's what, which what, is worse. What, what, That's a good I story. I don't think I can top that. <laughs> Does it matter? Are we competing? No, we're not competing. Uh, I'm just saying, which would be worse? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I. I don't know. At that time, I'm sure that was very important to you. When you I was, I was a kid. You mm. were. Uh, what in your in your sixties? <laughs> it happened. Uh, I want to say about uh, five years ago. Well, I mean, you were at least uh, of the age. I was, where I was around. I was about seventy-one at the time. Yeah, I mean, at least old enough to have difficulty uh, controlling your flatulence. Oh come on, that's never happened to you. Don't give me the age thing on that one. No, usually I can restrain myself at least until I'm clear of. You've other- never had any slippage. Okay, we're not talking about this. Uh, let's get to Gordon's list uh, here at the warehouse. Drop by and see us. We have jazz gear for you. We'll talk to Tom here momentarily. Oh, it was bad. It was so bad. Austin, yeah. back in Vivint Smart Home Arena Studios. Uh, hit it. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. As the saying goes, it is uh, it's hard to blow an uncertain trumpet. The sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Oh, wait. The whole of the part. The sum is greater than. How's it going? Winston Churchill said, "If you, you'll never get where you intending, where you want to go, if you stop to uh, to, uh, to to yell at every barking dog." It's there's a lot of who who was a famous quote from uh, Yogi Berra. It's. Uh, 80%, 50%, half of it's 50, 80% mental or something. Wow. One of your better ones, Austin. It's time for Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan, Southtown. All right, Gordon, where uh, where do we begin? All right, let's start with the Jazz. They play host to Golden State tonight in a game that was supposed to be a really exciting game to watch. Uh, and now it is a chance for the Jazz to continue to smooth their ride by doing what they did against Minnesota. Move the ball, hit the shots, play some D. Yeah, Golden State is not good. Uh, the Jazz should win tonight. And Golden I think, State's 5-21, and 21, and obviously we know why. So I, I think this is actually the perfect opponent for the Jazz tonight just because um, we saw them after, after the Laker game, Gordon, we saw them play better uh, against Memphis. And then they took a giant step backwards 
against Oklahoma City, yes. right? Uh-huh. So we see them play better against Minnesota. We now need to see it continue exactly. one step at a time. And Golden State's the perfect opponent. The defense is not uh, going to be fierce right. tonight. And I think they'll have the opportunity to run their stuff and get to their spots. And then, you you know, you start building some confidence. That, that's exactly right, Jake. Hit the nail on the head there. This is There's usefulness to this game. Yep. And Jazz fans... If, you know, Jazz fans not only want to support their team, but they want they want to be entertained by that team, and that is the key thing tonight: consistency. Can they keep it moving in a positive direction? And that will, I think, become obvious relatively quickly. Yep, I think so too. So we'll we'll see we'll see it tonight. No, Mike Conley, um, and uh, you know, I think at this point, you hope that Mike is is there, as you mentioned yesterday. Uh, observing and kind of uh, taking a step back. And uh, when he's right, when that hamstreak is, is right, he'll kind of fit right in and, and know what his role is, but uh, not going to be there tonight. Don't think it's going to matter to the overall result. Uh, well, the sooner he gets back, the better. Because, yes, he's he's observing and he's taking notes. I'm sure he's he's taking mental notes and, and understanding, watching what Joe is doing and how he can do similar things. And he can. So now he just has to incorporate this into his substantial game and play the way the Jazz need him to. So, yeah, I mean, but watching isn't all bad for him at this right. point. I mean, there are worse things than having him get hurt right now, and that would be like having him get hurt later in the year. Right. But right now is a time where he can learn by watching, and he's, 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 a, he's a veteran who is capable of doing that. But some might say, well, why didn't he learn it before he, he, he got into games, you know? And it, I, th- I think it's, uh, you know, he's only human. Uh, it does take some time. Uh, and, and you get a little discombobulated over here, and next thing you know, it's affecting your game over here, and it, it, it can get uh, messy quick. So we'll see. I'm eager to see him back on the floor with the Jazz and see what happens from that point on. Uh, Locke had a, real quick, Locke had a really good point on it this morning with DJ and PK when he said, um, he said with, uh, uh, with Conley that he wanted to please everybody right at the beginning, uh-huh. which is certainly understandable, and it didn't start well, and then it kind of snowballed on him. I yeah. thought that was well described by David, and you hope that this break with the injury, maybe he can get a little a restart. Bit of a, a, a restart. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's yeah. a great way of looking at it, I think. All right, Jake, what would it take to get our listeners to go to the bowl game of the team for which they cheer? The Utes at the Alamo Dome, the Cougars in Hawaii, the Ags in the Frisco Bowl. I wonder how motivated they are. Obviously, Ute fans really fired up until what happened against Oregon. Do you think they will regroup? What do you think the attendance will be? Um, you know, for we can go through each one. How about this? You want me to give you my sales pitch sure. for, for going to all three? Because I, right. I honestly don't think that, that attendance will be terrific for for any of them. Do you think it's but, it's a matter of where the bowls are being played, or do you think it's a lack of excitement for any of the teams? Okay, so for, for Utah in San Antonio, fans should go. It's an easy place to get. The weather's better. There's a lot of interesting things to, to do down there. San Antonio's a neat city. The food's good. Uh, you can uh, do New Year's in a different city, which is always uh, always really, really exciting. And, the Riverwalk is, uh, has its charms. Right. And Utah doesn't match up against Texas, you know, uh, uh, all the time, right? It's a fairly interesting matchup from, from that standpoint. But the problem is, is it's a dis- They're seven and five. It, the problem the, is. The, 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 you know, Longhorns, it's not that exciting, Jake. I no, don't... it's a disappointment bowl. Yeah, yeah it is. Two weeks ago, they were talking about getting into the playoff, and now they're going to the Alamo Bowl against Texas. It's a letdown, so I don't know how many youth fans are going to travel for that. BYU fans, I, I think Christmas in Hawaii would be awesome. Any excuse to, to go to Hawaii? And I'll tell you this, I think the the matchup on the field is a really, really good one. Hawaii's offense is really, really good. That's a that's a fun test for BYU, and the fact that it'll probably be fairly well attended locally because it's a BYU-Hawaii matchup, I I could uh, I could see myself in Waikiki on Christmas. You ever been to Aloha Stadium? Uh, I have not. I've been outside of it. You've I have seen not, it. I have not been. You ever gone to the the uh, the swap meet? No. That they do around. This? I have not. Yeah. It's uh, you done that, Tom? I I've been dragged to that on a number of occasions. In fact, throw the headset on uh, there, Tom, because uh, 
We're going to talk to Tom. We're here at the Warehouse, 1967 South, well, 300 West. What were your impressions, Tom, of the well, swap meat around your, Aloha it's, State? It's one of the best swap meats in the United States, but if you need a cell phone cover, it's the best place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a seat cover for your car, maybe some sheets. Instead of $35 for a cell phone cover, they're four ninety nine. You can get yourself like uh, 20 T-shirts for 20 bucks or something like yeah. that, too. Yeah, my kids like to buy the local flip flops there instead of twelve ninety nine. They're three ninety nine. I, I got to tell you, I had a meltdown at that swap meet once. I went there with my wife. Well, and it was my, Hawaii. My it was kids. Hot. You're okay to melt. But but, but 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 I got to tell you, I mean, I'm a good sport <laughs> until I hit the wall. After I've circled around five times, I I. I, I and my, my wife said, I think we need to go back and get something else for one of the kids or whatever. And I just, I went to the car. I, I, I hit the wall. Have you ever hit the wall shopping before? How, how many daughters do you have? Five. You should know better. I, I, I just, look, a man has got to know his limitations. <laughs> and you had <laughs> and, reached yours. And I had reached mine. I did not need to go back and check out, you know, the sliced coconut uh, stand. And I just didn't need to do that. I'd already been by there 15 times. I, I bought a cheap pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I didn't need to go back. Tom knows exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. What a, what a very detailed story there. Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to shop, go somewhere where you can come in the door, like here at the warehouse, look at what you're looking for, and get it. And not, you know, you don't, You could spend a day and a half here if you wanted to. There's so much selection. There's so much stuff here. But, man, I like getting in, finding what I'm looking for, getting my deal, and getting the hell out. The, the swap meet is fun the first time you go, especially if you're looking for trinkets in Hawaii. Yeah. Because they're half price. You go to Waikiki, it's 70% cheaper. Yeah, they're not selling a Rolex, is No, there, no. So uh, what's going on around here, Tom? We are going to do something. I say this. I've said this before, but I, I sat in my bed for the last three days, had a little surgery, and watched a little bit of TV, and I saw one of our competitors has a deal on a queen head-up and foot-up adjustable bed with a mattress for nine ninety nine. That's a good deal. So I said, oh, my gosh, that is really competitive. So I'm going to do something. Uh, I don't like to be beat, and that doesn't beat me. So let's make it a little bit interesting. So I'm going to take this queen, and it's a, it's, the model is a 575, and it's a base that has massage. So with massage. The competitors didn't have massage. Head and foot up with head and foot massage. It's got all of the features, 24 different settings for massage. So if you want it more intense on your back, if you wanted a different vibration on your back than your legs, it has all of the settings. It has a child lock, so you can lock your remote where your kids can't mess with it. It has one-touch zero-gravity. It, this is a really nice, famous brand. Ba I'm not allowed to say the name, but the model is 575. When you come in, you're going to find out this base is a $1,200 base. I'm going to do it with a 15-inch gel-infused with latex hybrid $2,000 mattress. So we're talking a $3,200 package. I'm going to do it for $8.99. Wow. This is, that's the best deal I've ever done on a full-featured queen. Incredible. Now, I went to our competitors. Um, in the last week, I went to our big multi-store competitors, National Chain. They have this base for $1,299 and the mattress for $19.99. The entire package, 899 Are you kidding me? If you've ever, and I've, I'm doing it because I have so many queen bases right now. I told you I bought three truckloads. I've got to move these queen bases. So I said, well, let's, let's take what they have, take 100 bucks off, but give you all the features 
And instead of a cheap mattress, an incredible latex mattress. Challenge accepted. Boom. There it is. And then if you need a cheap one, real quick, how about four ninety nine for a head-up queen with a gel-infused memory foam mattress? Wow. Could be sleeping on that tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right. 1967 South, 300 West. But also don't forget about their location, of course, in Orem, the brand new one, 86 East University Parkway. Get taken care of. More of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. So who is more cautious of the money in the family, you or your wife? Renee is in charge of all of that. She's very, very good at it. We have a joint account, obviously, and I didn't know originally, but her phone number must be on the account. So every time I swipe my card on one of these things, she gets a text message of the receipt. So I'll be on the road getting coffee or dinner with the guys. And she'll text me like, oh, how was the chicken sandwich and the latte? Which is kind of annoying because I couldn't go to Victoria's Secret because I'll swipe and be like, oh. Better be for me, big guy. (laughs) (laughs) Not very good at keeping track of that. She's the responsible one. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is the Piano Guys, their Christmas album. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Come see us. We're here at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. We have jazz gear for you. Tom is giving just incredible deals on uh, on everything, as he always does. But the, that adjustable queen... Yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty good. You have a you have a family member uh, in need of some uh, furniture that yep. you're uh, directing down this way. Yep, she and her husband are coming over here and going to uh, make some nice selections. Because I told them, I said you're not going to find any place where you get treated better than here. So yeah, you and I uh, we we talk about this all the time. We we send. Uh, not only do we come down here, but we send uh, all our friends and family yeah. down here, and, and they get well taken care of. So come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. On with the list we go. All right, uh, Jake, uh, our, our good friend in the media here in Salt Lake City, John Kuhn, tweeted out uh, earlier today something that I was not aware of. He said that I just hadn't realized it, but that every loser in the Pac-12 championship game has gone on to lose its bowl game. Hmm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I mean, it, it shouldn't be that complicated for us to remember that, but I, I that, that one slipped by me. The letdown bowl thing is 100% real. Like a, a, a team that, that just barely misses its, its real uh-huh. aspirations and yeah. then goes to a bowl that, uh, you know... It, I know Ute fans don't want to hear it because in in 2008 right. they played against Alabama. They worked situation. in their favor, right? But it's it's a real thing. And Utah, hey, Utah, whomped that Alabama team. They they deserve all the credit in the world. But that that thing about the the don't want to be here in a bowl game, yeah, that that's a very very real thing. Yes, indeed. Are you going? Are you interested in the Beehive Classic? Tomorrow's event. It's the third year they've had it. This time around, Utah, Weber State, BYU, Utah State. Is this something that captures your imagination? And what, what, uh, what? Why do you think this is the last one? Um. Okay, so I I really like the Beehive Classic. I really do. It's 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 a lot of fun. I would recommend it to anybody who's a college basketball fan because you you get a really good product on the floor. There's a lot of local interest. It's kind of an interesting feel around the arena because one fan base doesn't right. really dominate and mm-hmm. it it's it's great. 
Um, Remember when they announced it? It was exciting. It was really a cool idea that the Jazz, uh, essentially LHM, was bringing all the fan bases together, like you said. But there, there have been some some downsides that I didn't necessarily see coming. You know, it's outside of your normal season ticket package with your your season ticket holders. And and by the way, this is true of previous years. I'm not sure if they've made some adjustments. If I'm wrong, let me know. But you know, so it it's kind of you've had to go to extra effort to get tickets to the game, right? Mm-hmm. And I I think that's been at a disadvantage. I think they've tried to get the timing right uh, during the day. I just think there have been a couple of bumps that have come up and maybe it hasn't been as successful as folks were hoping going in do you think it would have been better if people had cooperated to the point where the winner of each game then plays one another oh 100 percent. but i I don't think we were ever going to get that unfortunately and the reason for that do you think that's because administrators are you know uh difficult to work with sometimes uh part of it how many tournaments can you play in because that might be part of the issue, right? Because you know, going to play in the in the Maui Invitational or whatever, that's a that's a big deal, and mm-hmm. you can get some put some big wins on your schedule by playing in those big time tournaments. So, I mean, can you only play in one tournament a year? I don't know. Oh, what, I thought uh, I, I was unaware of that. If that's true, I don't think so. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Utah, Weber State, BYU, Utah State. I think that second game really is interesting. BYU, Utah State is going to be one heck of a game. Yeah. I'm absolutely excited for that and you know utah is a is a fun team to watch right now weber you know i know they've had some of They're their issues bit, uh, yeah. but but byu utah state the marquee matchup tomorrow should be great and yeah. and any chance to see two d1 games in the same building i mean like i said if you're if you're a college basketball fan it's great if i understand it right the admission is separate this year so I thought it was together. Uh, it used to be, but I, I thought this year they separated. Okay. We'll double check yeah, on that. Yeah, we will. Anyway, that's going on tomorrow, 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Let me ask you this. what ba- I know you're not a huge fan of Christmas music, but what band would you most want to make a Christmas album? And maybe maybe you'll say a band that already has made a Christmas album, but is there one that you, you if it's a, if if it's out there somewhere, you would want to go find it, or if they haven't done it, that you would be interested in hearing what they come up with? Marilyn Manson. <laughs> really, that's what you're going. I'd like with. to hear Marilyn Manson's take <laughs> on Jingle Bells. <laughs> Austin, I, I, you and I don't know this, Jake, but Mr. Know-It-All might know it. I just wonder if Marilyn Manson has ever recorded a Christmas album. Don't you want to know what Marilyn's take on <laughs> Silent Night would be? <laughs> or, the really. li- or the little drummer boy. Jingle I feel bells, like... jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. Oh, I love it that we got a Maryland impression from Austin. That was incredible. <laughs> in a awesome. one-horse open sleigh, jingle bells until the death of hell. <laughs> huh? Austin, uh, you're our music guy. Who who uh, who would you answer that with? I don't know that you can top Marilyn Manson. Truthfully, that was a that's just brilliance. They're from one Mr. Jake Scott. Uh, Thank you. Uh, you know, I think maybe uh, I would say Neil Diamond, but he's done one, and it's just mm-hmm. incredible. So I don't know. Why don't we say something like uh, Barney? I'd like a Barney Christmas album, the the Purple Dinosaur. That wouldn't oh, be obnoxious man. at all. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be the uh, same song with different I lyrics. Remember, Twelve I tracks. Remember a number of years ago, seeing this big old pickup truck that was jacked up high with the big wheels on it, and whatnot. It had a trailer hitch on the back, and on that hitch, it had a noose hanging down off of that with a Barney stuffed animal. That's rather violent. I thought so. Yeah. Merry Christmas, kids. <laughs> Speaking of bands like that, is there a song or a band? Yeah, okay, let's, let me ask it this way. Is there a song that makes you cry when you hear it? Or at least gets you a little misty? Uh, Austin, think about that as well. What a, What's that Stevie Nicks song? The Seasons of Our Lives? Or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but uh, I'd probably recognize it if I heard I'm it. I'm sure you would. 
But that, uh, that gets you a little bit, huh? It, it's in the feels. It's pretty funny because there was actually a South Park that played that song, like, like making fun of somebody, you know, hearkening back on their the, their lives or whatever. Nice. And what? And I had never really thought of that song in that way for no other reason than I just hadn't thought about the lyrics. And now every time I hear it, I feel myself doing that with my own life. Does that make any sense? Where all of a sudden I'm thinking back on these tender moments of my yes, life because that, of this works. song. But for a stupid reason, because I saw a cartoon making fun of it. <laughs> that is such a Jake Scott thing to say. But it's, it works. Hey. Nonetheless. Austin, what song makes you cry when you hear it? Well, immediately three came to mind. Uh, yeah, I have three as well. Okay, so mine are a little serious. But At This Moment by Billy Vera and the Beaters. That always okay. gets me a little bit. Uh, right. Taps, obviously. Anytime, anywhere I hear taps, it, it'll get me. And then, uh, do you hear the people sing from Les Miserables? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right, these are my three. You tell me what you think of this, Austin, because you are our music critic. Hmm. Remember When by Alan Jackson. Okay. That one gets me, That man. makes sense for you, yeah. It gets me. And I think the other one is called And Then They Do by, Tr I think it's Trace Atkins. Okay. You, you ever heard that song? No. So you've All gone full country on us, have you? Both of these songs have to do with raising your kids, or at least there's a part of it. Uh, and, then, then they grow, and then they grow up, and, oh, man, that does get me. And then related to that would be uh, the song One Man Band by Old Dominion, and my wife gets real weepy-eyed about that because we have uh, a certain member of our family, certain members of our family that are moving, and they're moving away from here, and we, uh, my granddaughter would be in the car uh, and would sing this that song along with uh, my wife, and so when she hears that song now, it automatically brings the feels. One Man Band by Old Dominion. Uh well, so well, I, you know, this is the thing, and it, uh, so am I. By that, tough, tough, guy, tough guys can cry. I mean, if you if you're a tough guy out there, you're a listener, and you think somehow it uh, peels away at your manhood that you you know you get a little dusty eyed, and uh, I don't think so. I think it's a very uh, uh, not it's a womanly thing. It's a manly thing to do. Not there's no shame in it at all. So on the on the old Dominion thing. For, so are you saying that, that I'm in trouble and going to start tearing up whenever I hear Harry Belafonte's Banana Boat song? <laughs> Explain. Because that's what my daughter likes to sing along <laughs> So am I going well, well, to hear, hear that and be like, oh, goodness, I'm back tears. Check back with me in 16 years when she's moving across the country to go to college. Yep. I'm telling you, be ready. Be prepared right now. It's going to punch you right in the nose. So I'm going to hear that warm calypso sound. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, Jake. up. You go ahead. Go ahead. Laugh it up, boy, I'm not right laughing. Now. You laugh it up, and I'm telling you, you're going to be blubbering like a baby over there. I know. I'm saying, does, does yes, like a the non, answer is yes. Does a non-tender song have a similar effect. Yes. Anything that brings back the memories, the feelings. Am I destined when I have the first dance at my daughter's wedding? Yeah, yeah. Am I stuck with Harry Belafonte's banana <laughs> Whatever it means to you, that's what's most important. Uh, look, our listeners out there right now on the way home from work or wherever you're going, listening at home or at the office, wherever, you, you, you're with me on this, man. If Let me ask that question. Will you, will you tweet at us? At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, what song makes you get a little weepy when you hear it? Is there any particular reason you brought this up, by the way, or well, is this just yes, because I have certain members of the family that are moving away. Oh, okay, all right. I wasn't sure if this was connected to another story or something. Yeah. By the way, the one I'm talking about is Landslide. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, oh. right. yeah. Think about it, fellas. Cheryl Crow okay, version or. No, 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 the, uh, the, the Fleetwood Mac okay. version. That, that's a good song. I like that song. It's a depressing right. song. Uh, the, we're here at the warehouse. Come see us. 1967 South, 300 West. You will not be leaving in, uh, in tears. 
You'll be leaving with jazz gear and great <laughs> deals on unbelievable furniture and uh, stuff you need for your house. Come on, come by and see us. 1967 South, 300 West. We have more on the list coming up. Uh, Bobby Hurley in the news, Gordon Hayward in the news, and uh, some some solutions to society that we'll get to. <laughs> Stay tuned. It is the big show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sweet dreams are made of these. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Joining us right now, BYU head coach Mark Pope. Anytime any of us experience change or a new challenge, I think we have ideas of what it's going to be, but there's also a feeling of, I don't know what exactly to expect. What has jumped out at you and been like, oh, I wasn't expecting that? Yeah, I don't know if it's a surprise, but it's just humbling is how much people care. I mean, people care, and that makes this really fun. Our fan base is worldwide, and I don't know another program in the world where it doesn't matter where you go, but you're going to have a pocket of people that desperately care about what's happening at BYU and have an affiliation with the, with the university and care. And that's a beautiful thing for an athlete. It's a beautiful thing for a staff. It's pretty special. And it's also humbling and, and what we're trying to do. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Stick with the black dog. Hey, I'm so confused. I need to see a shrink after that. Uh, Welcome back. It is the big show here at the warehouse. No, no, we've got to stop it. 1967 South, 300 West. I mean, Gordon, uh, Gordon is just getting emotional over here the entire break, talking about just songs that make you cry, and oh my gosh, we've got we've got to pep it up. And and Tom suggested <laughs> Black Dog, and I it was a great idea because uh, you know what I came in I came bouncing into the warehouse today, Gordon, riding high, you know, a lot of energy, you know, got a kind of a we've got a jazz game tonight, so going into the weekend strong, and I get hit with what songs make you cry. <laughs> And then we spend the whole break talking about these these just moments in our lives that make us cry. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Thank let you, the, Eeyore. Right. Let the, right. the, the, the let the black dog uh, right. get us well, back that was up Tom's to, suggestion, to where so. we need to go. Yeah. Uh, we're here at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. We've got Howard Beck uh, coming up right around the corner. Uh, let's knock a quick item off the list, then we'll talk to Tom, then we'll get to Howard. Okay. ASU coach Bobby Hurley rips the Pac-12 network announcers for not being positive enough, Jake, while calling games. What, what does the fan want? What do you want as a fan? Do you want guys who are sugarcoating everything? Or do you want somebody who is saying what's actually happening on the floor? How about this, Bobby? Stay in your lane. <laughs> All right. You want the announcer coming down there and telling you how to call the pick and roll? <laughs> Maybe they were. You know, you would be you would be pretty bothered if that were the case. So why don't you let the announcers figure out the best way to announce games, and why don't you coach your basketball team? You you ever wonder why? What, what is a college head coach even? Why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you care? Why why do you know? <laughs> Because he probably are, heard, are you, I mean, he heard about it from one of, from somebody in his family or something like that. You, that that's a guy who's DVR in the games to go go back and and listen to what these broadcasters have to say. What's the matter with you? What do you even care? Coach your team, Bobby. Uh, my philosophy on this is I've always had respect for uh, the viewer or the listener or the reader. They saw, they see what's going on out on the floor, uh, out on the field, or out on the diamond, or out on the court, whatever. They can see it. And they're not stupid. So don't insult them by trying to sell them some bill of goods about what's happening out there. I don't know. That, that just bugs me. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing, Bobby? Let me ask you this question real quick. Uh, Gordon Hayward has new signature shoes that are dropping. They feature a silhouette of him. 
on the tongue of the shoe and like a barbershop pole. It looks like he just came out of the, the just got freshly shaved and, and, you know, how he is with his hair and everything. Would you buy shoes because somebody's name is on them or because do you buy them because you like the way they feel and look? Oh, one hundred percent. The name on them. Yeah, I, I I get that. First of all, can I say you do? Something? Can I say something real you quick? You do here? not. That, that's that's anti Jake Scott. There's no way you're buying shoes because of somebody's name. Uh, when I was a kid and I was in eighth grade, I got the first edition of Grant Hill's Fila shoes, and it was like <laughs> the greatest day of my life. They uh they they could have you know like been three sizes too small, and I still would have. Uh, worn those proudly every time I. I, I love the but, I love the old Charles Barkley commercial where he said, "These are these are my shoes. These they they won't make you jump like me. They won't make you play like me. They're just good shoes." Can I say? Can I make this joke though? That nobody is happier today about the U.S. China trade deal than Gordon Hayward <laughs> because his shoe is dropping. Well, isn't it? Uh, he signed with a Chinese Chinese company, didn't he? Uh, I didn't notice who the manufacturer, the was. maker of the shoes. I think he. I'm, maybe I should go back and now rewind that and double check before I slander somebody. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I I don't know. I just that whole shoe phenomenon just fascinates me, and I've owned my fair share of uh, of uh, Jordans. I've had a few pair of Jordans, but I I didn't buy them because of Jordan. I bought them because I like the shoes. Oh well, good for you. Uh, way to way to you know just look down upon everybody else. No, I just think it just make doesn't make sense to All me. All those folks out there that bought Donovan Mitchell's shoe because they love Donovan Mitchell, Gordon does not approve. Well, buy them because they're comfortable and because you like the way they look, or they that you like the way they make you perform. Hmm. I mean, I I disagree. I'd buy I'll buy shoes based on who. Uh, Whose who shoes are you are? buying other than Grant Hill's when you were 12 years old? Oh, dude, I loved Grant Hill. And the fact that he picked Fila, which was my favorite brand at the time. Who comes up with Fila? It was amazing. How did that happen? I had to have those shoes. Had to have them. All right. We are live here at the warehouse. You're 1967 South 300 You're slave West. to fashion, slave to connecting with a certain athlete so that that makes you feel more important. Howard Beck joins us coming up around the corner. And don't say those things about uh, instead, the Donovan of, Mitchell fans. Instead of who, your who miserable you. existence. You <laughs> don't judge everyone. Judgey <laughs> McJudgerson. If people, if Donovan Mitchell fans want to go buy the Donovan Mitchell shoe, then they should be the, justified in doing so. All Stop right. it. You say so. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it right now. All right. Uh, we are here at the Salt Lake. Judging me for judging. Location of the warehouse, 1967 South 300 West. Don't forget about their Orem location as well, 86 East University Parkway. Come on by. We do have some jazz gear. Uh, Hats. We have a good-looking sweatshirt, a golf shirt. Our good friend Tom joins us once again. And, Tom, we're making deals today. Hey, we've got uh, – I told you about this queen deal, mm-hmm. $8.99. I'm going to make it one step better. Let's say you want the better mattress and just head and foot, and you don't care about the massage and all the other bells and whistles. How about $7.99? Wow. So that's $200 cheaper with a mattress that's three times as, as – as nice, amazing. Boom, seven ninety nine. Now let's talk about a fourteen hundred and ninety nine dollar. I'm going to do a California King. I've only got six of them. That means six beds. I've got twelve pieces to make six beds. I've got a mattress. They're fifteen hundred dollars per side, and the bases are nine hundred dollars per side. So eighteen and three grand, forty eight hundred dollar package. I'm going to do it. I can still get it delivered and set up if you come in this weekend. Today, tomorrow, or Monday for Christmas. This is the best deal. Usually it's $15.99. We're going to do it for $14.99. And we were supposed to do this deal today in Orem and for the Orem store. So I'm going to make a special deal in Orem because I'll be there all day tomorrow. Awesome. Anybody who will come in and see us in Orem, I'm going to give everybody who comes in and just says, oh, I heard you with Jake and the legend Gordon, a free jazz T-shirt. Hey, how about that? Boom. And I'm going to do the delivery and setup. 
we are the cheapest and I went to our competitors they're between a hundred dollars and 250 for an adjustable bed setup it takes about two hours you have to build it sync the remotes all the technical stuff you don't want to do it yourself I'm gonna do it for 40 bucks that's it either store Salt Lake or Orem and now I'm gonna do the Gordon bed all right the Gordon bed the bases at our competitor and I was there are $2,900 for the Queen. This is the one that has everything. It's got USBs. It's got an AC plug for your laptop. It's got a lumbar support. It's the best base in the industry instead of $2,900. I'm going to do it with the 15-inch gel and latex-infused hybrid, $1,299 in Queen. That's amazing. Boom. Now, if you want to do a solid king, I have two options, with massage, without massage. I'm going to do the king-size mattress, that incredible $3,000 mattress, with a king head-up and foot-up for $9.99. Wow. If you want head-up only, I'll do the package for $8.99. That's 66% off of the mattress cost by itself. And I'll do it with the lumbar, or excuse me, with massage. Wow. For ten ninety nine. Amazing. And that normally would cost how much, Tom? Six grand. You're not going to find a better no. deal on the planet. Ten ninety nine with massage, nine ninety nine without massage, and if you want just head up, eight ninety nine. Wow. Take the mattress advantage. by itself is over three grand. Wow. Uh, right here in Salt Lake, 1967 South, 300 West, or in Orem. You heard Tom mention the new store, 86 East University Parkway. Duck in and get a, a free jazz shirt while you're at it. Howard Beck joins us next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. From the athletic good friend of the program, Mike Eugen. The four-team college football playoffs are now set, and once again, the West is locked out of those college football playoffs. I think part of that goes back to the Pac-12 cannibalization aspect. Um, there has been no one truly dominant team like in the old days when USC blitzed everybody. I think if Utah hadn't beaten Oregon, I think Utah would be the fourth team. And I think the fact that... Oregon loses to an Arizona State. Utah loses to a USC. While that's, wow, this league is really deep, you don't want to be deep. You want to have, frankly, an imbalance at the top, and the Pac-12 has not had that. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.